friend. Hello. Hello, friend. Welcome to Death and Syntaxes, the podcast where we discuss the words behind what makes the... Oh, sidebar. So, Casey, uh, as you know, I'm half Japanese. And for my first little sidebar episode, I, of course, want to talk about English. And I wanted to... You might have noticed in my little introduction, I mixed it up a bit. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, So I kind of wanted to start by just asking you what English means to you. What do you, what do you know about it? When I say that word, <laughs> what do you think of? Oh, no. Uh, uh, well, you can, you can pass, I guess. <laughs> immediately, I just think of all of the terrible jokes that I heard on like South Park. Okay. No, that's sorry. No, that's totally fair. That's basically what we're getting at. Okay, okay. Yeah, I mean, I said, I said, hero friend, uh, a little fly, fly lice. Uh, (laughs) yep, those those types of that's English. Uh, (laughs) We're gonna discuss a little bit. Is it offensive? Is it not? So, kind of on that note, help um, me, (laughs) because I'm like, oh my god, I. Okay. <laughs> You're like, did I just cancel myself? I'm, I'm not sure what happened. Did no, she set I'm me up? sweating. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was it wasn't meant to be intimidating. So I mean, I know you're gonna be shocked, but there's not exactly a ton of information about English, uh huh. English.com aside. So what I'm pulling from is mostly a CNN article that's called How Japanese and English Merge to Create a New Language by Imiko Jozuka. And a paper whose title I very much enjoy called Enjoy Refreshing Time, a linguistic and cultural exploration of English in Japan by Patricia Yarrow, who has a master's degree and teaches English in Japan. And she did an excellent job of sort of breaking this down academically. Okay, full respect. Academics aside, uh, I don't need your master's degree to tell me to enjoy some refreshing time on my own. Just enjoy some refreshing time. I absolutely... It's, you, you're adding a sum. It's enjoy refreshing time. I, <laughs> I would love to enjoy some refreshing time. <laughs> Nobody ever asks me. Thank you. <laughs> so English refers to the amalgamation of English with another language, but it's primarily in reference to Asian countries and particularly Japan. Yero writes... While English certainly, oh, excuse me, while English, there's going to be a lot of that, I (laughs) feel like, in this. (laughs) Girl. While English certainly is not proper English, it may be purely Japanese. Even though produced with the English alphabet, it remains Japanese in nature, personality, and intent. It offers unapologetic, coded glimpse into the Japanese through quirky use of the English language. English is free and unfettered because it is responsible to no one. Yes, which please, I love. I do too. (laughs) Oh my God. And so this sort of gets into what I mentioned earlier about whether or not it's offensive. This is mostly associated with Japan. And even though I feel like most people even know about English because of English.com, which is kind of to poke fun at this phenomena that happens over there, it's the Japanese that are doing this and they're kind of doing it intentionally for whatever reason. Okay, hold on. I have to sidebar your sidebar. I don't know what English.com is. So, okay, English.com is a website that's been around since, like, uh, I want to say early internet days. Uh, no, this makes me... Oh, I feel so terrible. Okay. 
You're going to have to pull it up because we're going to read some clips later on. But it's kind of like, damn you, autocorrect. It's just like sort of a blog meme website. And me and a lot of my other Asian friends growing up. Uh, <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm from Orange County. So there's, there's a lot of us down there. We all know about English. English.com. I can't really tell because there's a an ad for Funky Asia at the top, but it just it is, it, I think it's You're like a when where does when does it start? Is this part of it? <laughs> this is it's so wonderful. You're welcome. It's, Please enjoy that on your free time. Uh. <laughs> the hamster with with the umbrella is my favorite. I, I'm sorry if everybody has been there before, but this is brand new to me. I I enjoy this so much. Oh you're, my god. You're all a party to Casey's awakening of <laughs> Okay. I think I think I'm okay. Okay. I'm gonna keep you on track. I'm sorry, keep you on track. <laughs> no, this is so cool. Wait, so so you said it's kind of like Japanese autocorrect. It's from Japan. Yeah, these are examples of English in Japan that I don't know the website. I mean, it's a .com, so I'm not sure who started it. It's in English, but it's poking fun at things in Japan. Okay, okay. typically see this in like all all kinds of stuff, like signage, advertising, there's t-shirts, like you look up English, it's hours of entertainment. Okay, Um, (laughs) I'm with you. Now I'm okay. with you. I'm excited. Okay. <laughs> I love that this is new to you. It's just, it I, is. It's so, this is so. I was like, oh, I'm just going to explain this thing that everybody knows. But oh my God, I actually pasted <laughs> a new website. <laughs> One of us learned something here today. Thank, Thank you for God. listening. <laughs> my job is done. I'm going home. Uh, <laughs> okay. So a little bit of a history. Between 1641 and 1853, uh, Japan went into a self-imposed isolation. The country barred nationals from leaving and foreigners from entering. The only outsiders that were allowed were at the port of Nagasaki, were the Chinese and the Dutch. So the company, the company, excuse me, the country opened its doors back to the world during the Meiji Restoration, which is in 1868 to 1912. And this is when the English-speaking foreigners flooded in and started influencing Japanese society and language. And Japan has a lot of Western influence on it. That's sort of changing now. But for a while, when the country sort of reopened to Western influence, you were seeing a lot of like adoration and emulation of it from the people. It was sort of this like whole new culture. Mm-hmm. So the term English first appeared as an Asian mispronunciation of the word English in the 1940s, and it began to be used to denote incorrect Asian English in the 1980s. So we find that the earliest English, oh my God, this is so difficult to say. <laughs> <laughs> the earliest English recorded as mistakes in signs and instructions were, are from 1929. So we have furrier, ladies' furs made from their own skins. Barber, head cutting of gentlemen. You could have something to say. Well, <laughs> no, because when I was doing my research for my sidebar, there was actually a part about how you have to take into effect foreign languages and that is kind of uh, something that goes into the autocorrect world. So uh, that's interesting. That completely makes sense. And I mean, that's like, I didn't want to get too deep into like 
for lack of a better term, like syntax and like grammar and phonetics and like all the reasons why this happens, like why L and R's are, that's like the most common one that people know that Japanese people tend to switch or Asian people in general would like switch L and R's, but it's all there. And it's something that you have to think about if you're the person that's building autocorrect for different languages. Yeah. I can't even imagine. Like, I'm still just considering getting Babbel to learn Spanish. I haven't even gotten that far. I, I can't. <laughs> it's considering Step getting one. the app. You know what? I got to mull it over. No. Lo, lo siento. I don't. <laughs> Was that a test? Did yeah. I pass? Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> So, like, why, right? Uh, <laughs> yes, why? Why does this, uh, why does this happen? Uh, according to English.com. Okay, which, this is new information. Yep, which gives examples of English all over the world. English in Japan is used as a design element in products and advertising to give them a more modern look and feel or just to what? look cool. Okay, okay. <laughs> like, America. <laughs> And I don't want to sound that like, oh my God, like what? I don't know that. Like I know that. I think this, this site in particular is something that I never knew existed because Sarah just told me to go to it and I'm perusing. (laughs) And now I'm thinking, oh yeah, (laughs) this makes so much sense. You've seen stuff like this before. You've just never oh, heard of ab- English.com. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, where it's nice you. and consolidated for yes. consumption. <laughs> well, in all of my friends, I don't know what it was, but in the theater world, we had foreign exchange students and they all happened to be from Japan, which is really cool. Oh, yeah. It was really I never cool. knew that. Yeah. I learned something today, too. <laughs> Sari and Yoshi, they were my like best friends in college that were, uh, they were you foreign exchange students from Japanese Japan. other Japanese friends? They were Japanese. Cue the friendship ending. <laughs> um, no, no, I kid, I kid. You're allowed to have other friends. <laughs> They're like, that girl's not Japanese anyway. I don't know why she's tripping. That girl is American. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. How Well, how would they say that she's tripping or American on English.com? Uh, Tell me she, about English.com because I slipping. swear. That doesn't make sense at all. <laughs> uh, so... <laughs> But basically, the reason why these sort of English phrases happen isn't really to communicate a specific message, but more of like a mood or a feeling. And that's sort of particular to the Japanese culture where like a lot of meanings are implicit or, you know, implied. That's lost in America, I think, a lot. Yeah. And I mean, we're a very uh, litigious country, so we need to make sure that everything is very, very clear or else we will get sued. Absolutely. (laughs) Unless you're, never mind. I'm not gonna. No, nope. we're gonna get sued. You can't say it. Sorry. Ha <laughs> 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 Tried to get me. <laughs> so I mean, there's not really much of an attempt to correct this. Like, nor do the vast majority of the Japanese population ever attempt to like read the English in question. It's like a logo or something. It's just supposed to be eye grabbing and sort of catch your attention. There, you know, if somebody like looks at that that example earlier, you know, barber head cutting of gentlemen, it's like, well, we 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 know it's a barber. We don't, <laughs> don't yeah. really need that information. I can look in the window and see what's they're not cutting heads off in there. Um, it's just supposed to get your attention. And it sure does. It sure does. Damn, Sweeney Todd would have tanked. There. <laughs> Literal much. So kind of like we talked about earlier, 
the most common source of English mistakes are based on phonetic and grammatical structure differences. Phonetic differences are, like what I said, the inability to distinguish between R and L sounds, mispronouncing uh, she sounds like C, and substituting the V and F sound into B. So then there's like grammatical mistakes, which we'll use a noun as a verb, as in let's kiosk, redundant wording, let's play with me, and eliminating necessary connecting words as in I feel coke. So, okay, this is actually a thing that I talked about in my intro. This is the phonetic alphabet. So it's phonetic differences. Yes. And that's how I teach dialects is you take sounds and you transfer them to a different uh, language, I guess. And so you would say that like English, we would transfer the gl to gr. And so it's just interesting to me that um, I'll have to send you this talking about it, this paper, because it goes into so much more depth than what we're trying to do for for these sidebars. But if anyone is is interested, absolutely check out this paper by uh, Patricia. I'm saying Yarrow. It could be Yarrow. I apologize. But it's a really fun read. And she really breaks down a bunch of different ways that English and English, you know, are different and like why this happens. Like another one, I'm looking at it now, is the words alive and life. Japanese words associated with like alive and life include uh, ki, which is spirit and energy, uh, inochi, which is life, and gambare, uh, to struggle mightily. And like the meaning has to do with like a state of well-being, energy, happiness, and like alive is a popular word that closely relates to inochi for life. So they get confused a lot when you're writing it in English. So you end up with things like, here's her example, discover Japanese people alive in their festivals. It's from a travel guide. (laughs) Instead of discover Japanese people celebrating their festivals. Yeah. (laughs) Or here's one from a bread bag that says, for your creative life, and it should be for your creative sandwich life. <laughs> I do have a creative sandwich life. It's good to have a full life. I, I... <laughs> no, but seriously, that is so cool. It's super interesting. And Casey, you would really, I think, get a kick out of it because she breaks it down in all of those ways, like morphology and like, uh, you know, syntactically metaphors, anomalies, puns, all kinds of different stuff. What'd you call me? Ms. Pun? I don't... (laughs) I'm so sorry. I don't know. Just tell me what you want me to call you. I'll do it. I I I don't care as long as you call me for dinner. What? (laughs) Ma'am! I'll be there in four days. All right. It'll be a four-day drive. Putting it on the calendar. I expect you. I'll make you chicken nuggets. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. I know my girl. I... (laughs) Yes, queen. I really... Man, I, I love this article, though. And I want it. Well, as far as you've told me, I already love it. <laughs> no, you'll love it. I'll, I'll send it to you. Well, because we also understand that your language may not be the only language and just appreciate people for who they are. And secondly, if somebody has an accent, they know more words than you do because they know two languages. Yeah. So. Maybe give them a little more respect. It's like, oh, well, they don't know English because they're in America. Uh, interesting that you bring that up because 
that's one of the things that she poses in her paper as like a potential explanation of sort of why this continues on, even though there are so many ways to correct it, but we continue to have countless examples of English. So I'll get to it, but... <sighs> Sorry, okay. Oh, no, that's okay. On that note, one of the reasons why this continues unchecked is that people in Japan don't really speak English that much. They learn it. They're required, I think, to take five years of English. It's mostly being taught to the test, so it's a little bit less functional. But I read in my research that they had uh, restructured it at some point not too long ago to make it a little bit more practical. But culturally, it's not really a thing. You don't, you're not speaking English at home. Your, your parents probably don't speak English. And it's not as cool as it used to be. That Western influence on Japan has sort of been fading over the years as they've, you know, come up with their own culture that a lot of us here emulate. And English, as anyone who speaks it knows, doesn't make any fucking sense in a lot of ways. A lot of it is just rote memorization. A lot of the rules don't apply to all English. There's just exception after exception. So if you're not speaking it regularly, then it's so easy to make these mistakes. So when you're doing this advertising or creating these t-shirts or whatever, they're not hiring somebody who is like an English translator to write it. They're probably just like, I don't know, like, uh, Yoshi speaks the best English, have him do it or whatever. Or maybe they're just putting it into Google Translate. Who knows? And you know what? They don't give a fuck. <laughs> it's just, they shouldn't. <laughs> that, yep. Who fucking cares? Yeah. So, <laughs> so kind of like what you were saying before, like what lies behind this drive of the Japanese to express themselves in English? Like why not use... Japanese, Chinese, why not go French? Why, if you're trying to be more uh, fancy, why English? <laughs> Is it? <laughs> I mean, it could be the predominance of English in like the trade world. It, If so, why not use correct English? Is it possible that English is an act of resistance to the rude persistence of English as the premier world language? Are they trolling us? Is it an act of resistance for having lost the wars of the 20th century? Is there an underlying irritating perception of having lost to English? Perhaps English is the best way to negotiate through the cultural and historic entanglements by displaying and confirming a certain sense of the Japanese self. And by the way, I did not say it, but this is pulled directly from um, Yero's article I'm, I'm quoting she wrote it so well and the use of english words is intended for japanese audiences and usually for commercial purposes what is that self-reflective image of broken english like this isn't for foreigners this is for other japanese people well, you can take native english speakers out of it so she doesn't exactly give a conclusion but sort of poses these questions and i love the idea that it's this sort of passive resistance to an english dominated world or like you know they did lose world war ii and <laughs> maybe just like fuck you guys i <laughs> for me personally i'm gonna go with that that they're just trolling us and i love it that was gonna be my question to you i was gonna say well how do you feel well, so the CNN article came out around the time that the Olympics were in Tokyo. And so it was like talking about, you know, foreigners going to Japan and they're, they're going to see all these signs and this, how it's going to relate with Japanese people trying to welcome all these people into the country and speaking English. And a lot of it is told from the perspective of this guy who 
traveled and lived in Japan. And he, at first, it was like very jarring for him to see all these signs. And then it just, he just kind of assimilated and got used to it. And it was just another part of living there. So I don't really think that it's offensive. And that's why I like the idea of like, they're actively just trolling because then it's like, no, it's not a mistake. It's a fuck you and your stupid language. Yes. Like I, <laughs> yes. Yeah, I don't care at all. So <laughs> Every time you were saying every option it could have been, Personally, I like being fancy, so you caught me off guard with that one. But I still just, I like the troll because, right? well, because in America, we're so hellbent on, first of all, as what I know today, there is not a language. We don't have like a, an official language in America. Yes. So everyone wants to hate on anyone else that doesn't speak our language, but we don't have a language. So then the Japanese are like, guess what? We're going to one-up you. Yeah, I mean, I know that there's obviously a lot of history there between Japan and the U.S. coming from World War II and Pearl Harbor and Turban, and we won't get into, like, all of that. So, Oh, no, I'm, I'm just saying respect-wise. G- going back to what you were saying, I think they're just trolling. And I love it. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's that's kind of like, yeah, what I'm saying is, like, Kind of like, fuck you guys for everything. I mean, granted, it's not like I'm trying to side with the Japanese in World War II. But, uh, <laughs> well, then also just for like, I, I think maybe part of it too and like why it continues on is is sort of what I mentioned earlier about like there was such a huge influence of Western culture on Japan for a long time. And I think at first maybe it started with like this sort of design fanciful glamorization of things like through using English, English, whatever you want to say, but like sort of over time, the Western culture was less and less dominant. And it's, it's, I don't know, it's almost like a hat on a hat. Like it's kind of, (laughs) it's kind of like almost like playing on itself. Like we did this at first to try to emulate Western culture, but now it's this sort of joke on Western culture. If that makes sense, like it's still happening, but the meaning and intention behind it have changed. And this is all just my opinion from what I could find about it. Because if you start trying to dig into English, you just keep coming up with memes and getting distracted with more hilarious examples of which I would like to read you some now. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yes, please. So uh, from English.com listeners, If you have never heard of it, please go to it. If you have heard of it and it's been a while, it's time to go back. Uh, (laughs) We have some wrapping paper on here with little Santas on it that says Satan all over it. Uh, (laughs) Let tits now. Let tits now. Yes. Yes. Here's um, (laughs) from a menu. It says roasted chicken that never had sexual life. I don't. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Does For that mean? What? <laughs> what? What does that mean? I don't know. I really wish I knew what the intention was. This one says, if you have any trouble, please feel free to hang your employees. <laughs> I worked at Bleep for so long, so I... Hmm. <laughs> uh... Oh, here is from, I'm guessing, a public restroom. It says, even if it pushes this button, water does not flow. Please push a button if condition worsens. (laughs) (laughs) 
I I could spend the next 20 minutes just doing this. One more, one more. Give me one more. Give me one more. Okay. Okay. Like, I gotta gotta go to like a new (laughs) page here. I'm doing that to push the damn button. I'm gonna push the button every time. Ask my partner. I swear. (laughs) I will always push that. (laughs) This one's a t shirt. It says, If you wish so, time of growth. Please understand. Now do you know my capability? <laughs> a clever me. And then it says perfectionist under. And then there's a rooster here that's saying, what's wrong with it? <laughs> I, and now I'm going to say that to you, Casey. <laughs> All the time. Now do you know my capability? <laughs> and I'm just going to respond and say, what's wrong with it? <laughs> what's wrong with it? Here's a, here's a dental one. Think tooth. Think about tooth, comma, every day. <laughs> Listen, 10 out of 10 tried it. Or 10, 10 out of Wh- 10. <laughs> Which tooth? Do I just pick my favorite one and really hone in on that one? <laughs> All the dentists recommend. All the dentists recommend. You, you think Not- tooth. <laughs> Oh, I have a dentist appointment coming up. I'm going to say that. I've, oh, I've been thinking I'm... about t- my tooth all the time. Is it I okay? Am... What's wrong? Wait, no. What's its power? No, I'm so excited for you, though. <laughs> <laughs> You're so excited to hear what he's like. We're going to just have to rip all of these out. I don't know what you've been doing or no, eating, I just... and I don't want to. I... <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have to do a sidebar on Sarah's tooth teeth. However many tooth tails. <laughs> Here's the deal, listeners. Sarah, do you want to tell them about why? Sarah's going to the eye doctor and the tooth doctor. Oh, because I finally have a grown-up job. Uh, and I'm not a bartender anymore. So I got vision and dental insurance for the first time since mine was canceled, you know, when you're 25 and get <laughs> off your parents' insurance. And the last time I went to the dentist, they were like, you need to come back and get a mouth guard. And I was like, no, I need to stop doing so many drugs. And I never went back. Jeez. So <laughs> it's it's going to be fun. Uh- <laughs> See, this is where we find this dynamic. I'm like, um, first of all, I never had a mouth guard. I, I wasn't on my parents' uh, insurance ever. I didn't know that was a thing until it was too late. And I was like, hey, mom and dad, the fuck why? I wasn't. But anyways... <laughs> So yeah, so Sarah's going to go to the doctor. <laughs> Sorry, that's if, my, check me for my side pod about how upset I am with my parents, but it's. <laughs> so uh, if I do actually have to get any anesthesia, we'll record an episode and it'll be on the Patreon mm-hmm. that we don't have yet, but. <laughs> do not tempt me with a good time. Oh my God. Sarah goes to dentist. That's the dream. Mm. So uh, on that note, oh God, I was going to try to think. Of an English way to sign off here. Uh, mispronouncing she as she. So uh, I see you next time. Someone go with. <laughs> I support you. I love you. I think it was great. Thank you so much. Okay, everyone. <laughs> Thanks for hanging in there. Thanks, friends. Okay, bye. See you later. <laughs>